because what what NFL teams are doing right now is fucked up. Like, let's call it what it is. It's yeah, fucked up. 100%. And they're not giving uh, black head coach candidates enough of a chance. Welcome back to Tipsy Tailgate Media. I'm Aiden. I am Ben. And it's episode 27. I'm not Sal, no. Mm-mm. All right, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, buddy. I'm Sal. Okay, that's No one thought. cares. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like, it's, it's a two-man show. I'm fucking <clears throat> over it. <laughs> uh, so, we're back with another one for you guys. Uh, if you're not following us already, follow us at Tipsy Tailgate Media on everything. Uh, literally everywhere you find content. Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Twitter, um, not Snapchat, that's coming, but Spotify, Apple Podcasts as well, if you want to watch the audio-only podcasts, um, just support it, we've got merch, merch is 20%, or, yeah, 20% off right now, so, go get some while you can, $20 shirts, white and black, this is one of them, um, back a little lat spread, uh, so, (laughs) so that's the merch, and, uh, relax, without further ado, let's get into the good stuff. Um, we're going to touch on the NFL head coach and OC hires that we um, liked and all of them kind of in general, some of the bigger ones, and see kind of what we think about each one and where they put the franchise moving forward. So starting off, let's go to Sean Payton to the Broncos. Now, obviously, yeah. as a Saints from the Saints traded. Um, he's now the Broncos head coach. I think we talked about this, but mm-hmm. briefly, give me what you're expecting yeah. from him. Yeah, um, I'm expecting him to do very well on the offensive side of the ball. I'm not sure if their record will necessarily indicate um, that they're a great team right away. Uh, I bet they go 8-9 and nine next year, but he's definitely going to bring some stability, and if there's anyone that's going to fix Russ right now, it's Sean Payton. Um, I think that Sean Payton can probably get Russ to play in a similar way that he had Drew Brees playing um, towards the end of his career, uh, which was at a very high level, obviously. Uh, uh, You know, they have very similar skill sets at this point, except that Russ has a better deep ball. So Mm -hmm. I think that it's going to look very similar to the offense that he was running with Drew Brees in New Orleans. So um, I have to agree. I think that it's definitely going to help. Uh, it is a really tough division to make a dent mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. but um, I do like the roster. I was very high on the Broncos. Roster is very year. good. Uh, the defense was one of the best defenses in the league by points. My like, uh, like they, my yeah. My only question about the Broncos for next season is: Can Sean Payton fix Russ to the point that his teammates are buying into him again? Yeah, because Ru- probably lost the locker room a little bit. That's the worst thing that happened. It not wasn't even necessarily given how bad Russ played. He was horrible. Mm-hmm. Probably the worst quarterback in the league last year. But the worst thing that happened to him was that he lost the room, as you just said. So, if Sean Payton can rejuvenize that group and get them to buy into Russ again, uh, they'll be golden. Give me a rating on the hire. A plus. It's Sean Payton. I got to give him an A plus. Um, I'll give it a. I'm gonna give it an A minus just because they did give up um, some solid draft capital. Yeah. But w- to their credit, they had to do it. Yes, yeah. they're already all in. Um, another one. Let's talk about D'Amico Ryan's 49ers offensive coordinator. He's now the Texans head coach. Where do you stand on that? 
it's kind of it's very similar to the way that I felt about Lovey Smith being there for what three years. Um, he's a very good coach, but the team sucks, so he's not going to find success. Like, there's no way that you can find success there. I think D'Amico Ryan's is a very good uh, football coach. Um, obviously, very successful in San Fran, mm-hmm. but the Texans are so bad that it's not going to work out. So hopefully this is just a launching point mm-hmm. for him to uh, further his career and find a better head coaching job down the line. Um, I'm rooting for him, but I just don't see it working out. Uh, in terms of talent of the coach, I'd give it like a B plus, but since it's just not going to work because they suck, I'll give it a C minus. Yeah, so I think that um, for teams like the Texans, the biggest thing that – that they need to do is to really nail on the general manager position Mm because if you look at a team like the Eagles, like they were all built besides A.J. Brown in the draft, through the draft. So that's where you have to build your team, at least initially. Um, So the Cowboys are built. It's how the Packers have been built the last, like, 10 years. Packers always, like – so when it comes down to, I think D'Amico Ryans is a good head coach, um, and I think he could make – um, some changes on this team that improves them. But with that said, like if Nick Casario, former Pat, is not hitting on mm-hmm. his his, uh, his draft capital and he trades whatever he does, then not it's all getting, for not. It's not okay. getting value for Brandon Cooks. Mm-hmm. Like there's things that you could do, and and it has he hasn't really done much before uh, uh, recently. Obviously, need a quarterback so. as well. Yeah, quarterback is like the biggest thing. Um, I think if they get Caleb Williams, I think that in a couple years this team could be competitive. But you know they're a long way out. I'm gonna give the higher. Um, I'm going to give it a B plus just because I do like D'Amico Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I like him a lot. Now, Frank Reich, he's obviously fired as the Colts head coach. Yeah. He's the Panthers head coach now, and they've also brought in a stacked, stacked uh, coaching room everywhere from OCDC, um, people around him. What do you think about that hire, and what do you think about the Panthers in general? I've always loved Frank Reich. Um I think last year in Indianapolis, he had a horrible year. Uh, for whatever reason, it just – it all seemed out of sync from the get-go. So, I mean, I'm rooting for Frank Reich. Um, I believe that that Eagles Super Bowl had more to do with him than it did Doug Peterson. I've always held that belief. Um, the guy had Carson Wentz playing like an MVP, and now he just sucks. So – uh, I think Frank Reich's really good, especially as an offensive mind. Um, maybe they could compete for that division because it's so bad. Uh, but I'll give this a B minus uh, for a grade. I just don't. Yeah. I don't believe in the Panthers. I never will. So here are some of the notable names, and I might be missing a few on the Panthers staff this year. Uh, senior defensive assistant Dom Capers, who was the first head coach mm-hmm. in Panthers history, franchise history. Defensive backs assistant is D'Angelo Hall. Um, then you've got guys like, uh, where is he? Sean Jefferson as the wide receivers coach who coached Calvin Johnson, Mm -hmm. um, all the way to Josh McCown at the quarterback coach, senior assistant, Jim Caldwell, um, Jim Caldwell's a great, yeah, their OCs, Thomas Brown, like they have a really good staff that they've put together. And listen, this team, the roster wise, it's not a bad roster, and I've always been the a fan defense of that is filled with yeah. playmakers. I mean, Brandon, Bur- uh, sorry, Brian Burns is unreal. Um, J.C. Horn, mm-hmm. like this is a really solid uh, starting point for a promising coach. And the 
the division's horrible. Yeah, Let, yeah let's anyone's call they almost won the division. The division last year. sucks. So and yeah. they got a shit ton of picks for McCaffrey. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give this higher. Uh, I'm probably gonna give this one an an A. I'll I go really B plus. Like yeah, I'll go B plus. Uh, all right, Shane Steichen, I believe is his name. Uh, Eagles OC. Now terrible. Now Colts terrible. head coach. Terrible. Terrible, so, terrible. 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 Not a fan. The Colts have been. It's literally the Peyton Manning curse. You cut the greatest player in your franchise history for no fucking reason. He goes on to win an MVP, go to two Super Bowls, winning one. Idiots. Jim Irsay, you're a moron. Um, it's And ever since then, you've been shit. You have Andrew Luck. You ruin his career. He retires early. And what have you done since? Nothing. You haven't done a damn thing. And now they're a dumpster fire. This, this is going to be a horrible, horrible coaching hire. Just terrible. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this an F. I think this guy's talentless. Um, I think that it was all Sirianni on the offensive side of the ball, and I think this guy's a jamoke. It's 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 a joke what they're doing in Indy. A joke. This is an F. I think they win four games. Oh boy, they suck. Oh boy. Um, listen, yeah, I you know I don't know how much he had on the impact of this this Eagles offense, but. Aiden, uh, he would hand Jalen Hurts a water bottle. That's all he did. Yeah, I mean, it is. It, I I see exact. I see where you're coming from, of course. Um, but I definitely think that he had some part of the growth in Jalen Hurts. Um, and for that, I'll give him some credit. I'll probably go C plus on this one. I'm with you that it's not my favorite hire. Um, but I just don't see. I don't know. I don't really know if the Colts have a plan. The That's team sucks. Um, the owner sucks. The GM sucks. The coach now sucks. They're gonna be horrible. They're gonna be a terrible football team. We'll see. Uh, come around September, but the other Eagles move, or who they lost, mm-hmm. their DC Jonathan Gannon. He's now the Cardinals head coach. Um, what do you think about that one? I just, I mean, he's better than. He's a better hire than. Uh, and Steichen was, but I mean, do you believe in the Cardinals? I think the Cardinals might be in one of the worst spots of any team in the league right now. Kyler Murray's another guy who's a joke. They might, they might be. Uh, he doesn't watch film. How can you be a quarterback in the NFL and not watch film, and then you get all pissy when you don't win on Sunday and you throw your helmet around? Like, bro, you're playing Call of Duty every every fucking night. Like, watch film. Do your job. You're literally getting paid. To watch film and play football, yeah, that, that's like that's a dream job for like every quarterback in the league. That that's what you've wanted to do your whole life, and you refuse to do it. I have no respect for Kyler Murray. I think he blows. So now, what's the deal? What do you think is like? You don't think this hire is going to improve this team at all? No, because the state of the roster. I guess, yeah. at this point, yeah, uh, it's kind of similar to the uh, Texans hiring. Oh my! Why am I blinking on D'Amico Ryan's? Like the team's not good. At least the Cardinals have some semblance of a quarterback. So it, is, it is interesting. They're trading D Hop. They are trading D Hop. It is interesting to see both teams that are probably two of the worst teams, maybe not exactly, but around there in the Cardinals and the Texans, both making the rare, the now rare, um, defensive coordinator hire for head coach now it's so often it's so often you see offensive coordinators get hired Mm -hmm. um two of the worst teams maybe they want to build a defensive system first 
and then follow maybe the you know the footsteps of like Sean McDermott to the Bills. You know, the yeah. head defensive guy goes in there. So it would be interesting to see. Uh, I do like this one a little bit more than um, the Colts hire. So I'll probably give this one a B minus. Still, you're being too generous uh, today. I mean, I don't mean this team made the Super Bowl. Obviously, their OC, their DC can't be terrible. Like, I'll give it a C. They're gonna suck. <laughs> okay, now into some offensive. These aren't all of them, but some of the notable offensive uh, coordinator hires: Bill O'Brien to the Pats, A plus. Bama. It's an A plus, and it's it is one hundred percent. The guy worked with Bama. Your your quarterback was at Bama. They worked together right before your quarterback got drafted. He com- he taught Bill O'Brien Bama's offense, which means that they have a good working relationship, and it's also an A plus hire because of what you're replacing at that position. Mm-hmm. You had Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, and now you have a guy who's been calling plays in the NFL for what like 15 years. I mean, I don't see yeah how it could become much better of a hire than that. And if Mac doesn't work out this year, now you move him. But I don't expect that to happen at all. One thing that I was worried about. Or like one of the worries that I would have had would be that he's too old for the OC position to the point where it's now like a young man's game where they're so revolutionary. But the fact that he was just an OC for Bama in college and mm-hmm. college is like basically like what happens in college now comes to the, comes NFL. the NFL. So that kind of takes that worry away for me. So I do really like the hire. I'll give it an A. Um, next up, Nathaniel Hackett. We did touch on this one already also, but from the Broncos head coaching position, uh, fired after his first year to now the Jets OC um, as a ploy to try to get Rodgers yeah. there. At least at first it's it was. It's kind of similar to like when Denver hired him. If they get Rodgers, mm-hmm. fine. It's like an A hire. If they don't, it's like kind of shitty. Yeah. Um, so how do you feel about that one? No, I, I completely agree with that, yeah. Um, so if you guys get Derek Carr, where, what do you, get, if, if you we, get Derek Carr, what what do you rate this higher? Like a B. Yeah, I give it like a B minus. And if you get Rogers, it's what? It's an A. Yeah. An A. A or A plus. Yeah. Okay. That's that's I completely, for once I actually completely agree with Ben. Hey, thanks, man. Okay. You should um, agree with him more. No. <laughs> now Bill O'Brien. Cowboys. <laughs> Bill O'Brien's a great OC. I don't know what the beef is. The Cowboys got rid of. You'll see next year when we win ten games. Okay. You'll see. Okay. The Cowboys got rid of Kellen Moore, and they've turned to Brian Schottenheimer, uh, former Jet, Ram, and Seahawk OC. Um, what do you think about that? Eh. Well, I Ooh. do. I'm Schottenheimer. Well, the other thing is, I'm pretty sure McCarthy's taking over the play calling. So he's going to be the OC, but he's not. it's going to be McCarthy at play calling compared okay, to Okay, I like that a lot more now. I like that a lot more. If he's just like there like the messenger then like fine but if he's making his own plays god no um rating c plus c plus interesting now kellen moore kellen moore to the Chargers is an an next one that's a very good one i like that a lot i do i i also like i think he's gonna have a very good relationship with herbert in la um well any uh, something there had to get fixed is that yeah i think uh I think it could it could be a really really good hire. The thing I don't really like too much about it is where there were times where Dak they let Dak sling it. There were also times where they were conservative, and and then if you look in terms of Herbert, there were definitely times most of the time where they were babying him and they weren't mm-hmm. letting him 
do his thing, go mm-hmm. deep, whatever it, it is. Well, they're also dealing with a lot of injuries on the offense this year. Yeah, well, even in past years, like, they've been very, like, like, he's a man, you know, like, at they, this point, he has a talent. Let him sling it. If he makes mistakes, he's just going to well, I mean, Honestly, it. I don't know how much I agree with that. I mean, his second year in the league goes for, like, 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns. Like, how much can you really be babying him at that well, point? Well, I... And then the first year I gets like forty five hundred and thirty three. I think touches. the past two years has been his running back. So I mean, Eckler's not going deep. Like, but at the same he, time, like, you have to be pushing it down the field if you end up with like five thousand passing yards. I think this hiring is going to show how much uh, I think Dax thinks. Well, so do you? Where that's a, do you like? Like, what do you? So you? Because like the thing is with Kellen Moore, the the reason why I kind of like it is because with Kellen Moore. Dak was getting all these interceptions because he was more willing to, at least once in a while, put out the electric play, whereas the Chargers, I feel, don't do that as much, and they kind of baby Herbert. But when they bit. do do the electric play, it hits, it's, like, well, 9 out of 10 well, what I was say, well, or Dak throws a pick, which is why he was leading the league. Now you put Herbert in that system, and he makes less mistakes. That's why I think it could be a really good hire. Um but then I do think it's interesting, though, because, you know, like, I don't know. Like, the Cal- obviously, it wasn't a great marriage in, in Dallas for Kellen Moore and them. But, like... I mean, it worked out one year. worked out very well. Yeah, not well. that it was terrible. Very but well. they didn't get to the point that they, wa- that they wished. But then the other thing I look at is, like, like... Now you got Mike McCarthy calling your plays. Like, they, they liked Mike McCarthy as a better option than Kellen Moore. Well, I mean, like, let's let's also Mike McCarthy gets too much shit. I he I, is a Super Bowl winning head coach. I'm one of them. I mean, I'm one of them that, that gives him that gives him a shit. Like, I think, think he's. I think he's. No, I think he's been a joke with the Cowboys straight up. I think he's been a joke. I think the fact that he hasn't been. I think able, that's a little harsh. I think that's a little harsh. Listen, the record the records are great, but when you look at this team by the numbers, like they're continuously the most penalized team. They're continuously the team that's more suspended. They're continuously the team that is screwing up in the most easy situations. Like, like, I mean, like, it's just it feels like Mike McCarthy is just so like. Out of his prime, but like he, with that said, he has been putting up like solid regular well, season. Also, years. I don't want to hear the argument against McCarthy where it's like, well, he only won his Super Bowl with Rodgers. Okay, what has Rodgers done since he left? Yeah, it's not like what he's won like two yeah. playoff games without Mike McCarthy. No, exactly. So like, don't give me that. Like McCarthy is a good coach. He just, I don't know. I will give you that. The Cowboys take way too many penalties and. Seem to be an undisciplined team like, at times. Like imagine this like Cowboys the end of the Forty Niners uh, playoff game. How many times they just screwed up? Yeah, and gifted them the game. Yeah, like, and it's been it's happened two or three years. Yeah, in a row. so yeah. that's my thing with that. So tell them more. I do think it could work out, and if it does work out to the way we're saying, mm-hmm. it could be a home run. Yeah, for the Chargers. Now Eric yeah. Bieniemy, Chiefs OC, goes to the I Commanders as an OC. I don't get this one. I don't know why he yeah. did this. I think this is... I mean, I understand why he did it, because yeah. he wasn't going to get a head coaching look when he was staying with the Chiefs, but why not just stay with the Chiefs and win more Super Bowls, and you will eventually get your your head coach look. Like, it will happen. Yeah. It, it has to happen. It's also interesting to, like, you'd think... And also, why Washington? Yeah, of all exactly. teams, why you'd think, Washington? You'd think he'd have the pick of the litter at this point like, for OC positions. If he didn't even want to go to head coach, if he wanted to go to an OC position, you'd think he'd have the pick of the litter and who, take maybe the worst role in the league. Like, I don't but get again, that. If they do, 
I mean, like, it's not like they don't have offensive weapons. No, and like, then they uh, have weapons. It's just the most dysfunctional organization ever. There's like, been two very weird lateral moves this year. I believe Deuce Staley did it as well. Yeah, he yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he left Detroit. You're right. Uh, for what? Another running backs coach position. So I don't get that one either. Panthers, Panthers. Yeah, I, I, the Panthers are making. They have a very staff, good. Yes. They have a very good coaching staff. Yes. Yeah, I've been. But Deuce Staley. Did enough this year to get an improvement, not a lateral move. I'm sure he could have found yeah, an yeah, yeah. upwards move, but he chose to do a lateral. I don't understand that. So now, do you? Where do you stand on the? Um, also, I'm sorry, uh, okay. not to cut you off. Also, if you're, I'm really fired up about the Deuce Daly one because I feel like he does deserve better, and he is a very good coach. Well. If you're going to make the lateral move, stay with Detroit and keep doing what you're doing and help them get to the playoffs, and that improves your resume even more. Now, I know I know you've seen – you've had to have seen this um, around in the media discussed wherever it is. It's probably been discussed everywhere. Um, do you think that in both Deuce Staley and in the case of Eric Bieniemy, do mm-hmm. you think it is a racial issue where they're not getting these looks because they aren't the stereotypical – uh, white man that has, I guess, ruled the head coaching position of the NFL for so long. Yeah, I, I, Cause that's, I, I think that is a big part of it. I think that there has been an issue of that uh, throughout the history of the NFL. There's a reason. There's a reason that the Rooney Rule has to exist. Yeah, and the sad part about it is that teams have never truly followed the Rooney Rule, where. Well, now, yeah, I know exactly. Now the issue with it is that teams are te- the teams that are going with it mm-hmm. are doing it in the wrong way. Yes, like the Texans, they're doing it just to do it. Yes, because the Texans they'll bring in uh, Lovey Smith, right? And they know they're not going to be a good team, right? So they know he's not going to turn this team around to a twelve-win mm-hmm. team. So it's a bad look on on like his record, and they're like, oh, he didn't work out. But like realistically, they didn't try to make it work out. And also, and if you're- but then, but then by sorry by by hiring um, a black head coach mm-hmm. or even doing the interviews, you get compensation draft picks as part right. of the Rooney Rule. So they're basically like abusing the system mm-hmm. to bring in black head coaches when they know their team isn't competitive enough to have them succeed in. Right now, that's like I'm sure that's what you were. One hundred percent. And so, I mean, we've seen it. There, like. We've seen the same thing with Brian Flores. Brian Flores yeah. is a great coach, a yeah. phenomenal coach. Yeah. The fact that yeah. he doesn't have a head coaching job right now is a joke. Yeah. Um. So I believe he's honestly, uh, DC with the Steelers. He's with right the Steelers, now? he's working with Tomlin right now. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, Which I think I think they could do some real. Damage. I think he's assistant head coach. Yeah. I, I think, think Tomlin yes. made him assistant head yeah, coach. I, I agree. Um. I think you're right. But but yeah, Deuce Daly. The NFL needs to find a way to better enforce the Rooney rule and make it that you can't just bring in a black head coach candidate to what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, to abuse the draft pick. Yeah, policy. that and um, uh, just like fill the quota. Yeah, fill yeah, the quota yeah, yeah. Of, uh-huh. of bringing in a black head 100%. coach candidate because what, what NFL teams are doing right now is fucked up. Like, let's call it what it is. It's yeah, fucked up. 100%. And they're not giving... Uh, black head coach candidates enough of a chance, mm-hmm. and like you just said, a guy like Lovey Smith 
What's he supposed to do? Not take the job? And exactly. and then he takes the yeah. job, and of course it doesn't work out because the team sucks. And they didn't try to make And it now good. it looks bad on his resume. A guy who was a phenomenal coach for the Chicago Bears for like a decade, yeah. uh, brought them to NFC Championship games, brought them to a Super Bowl, and now his resume doesn't look as good because he had to yeah. take a job with the Houston Texans. One of the things I do love, though, is the fact that the Texans and probably behind Lovey Smith's charge won that last game yeah. to take them out of the first mm-hmm. pick situa- mm-hmm. uh, situation and get yep. to the Bears. So a little like F you on yeah. the way out. Yeah. But I mean I'm sure we'll discuss this more at length, but these are two guys in particular that we Eric the enemy and Deuce be- Daly shouldn't have to take lateral uh moves yeah. for for jobs they should be getting looks and hopefully for... they i mean listen the enemy as much as it doesn't sound like a great spot to be in you've got terry mclaurin you've got antonio gibson you've got yeah. um brian robinson jr yeah you've got um pardon me the receiver rookie receiver last year um john dotson yes john dotson who was just a ca- you just you, you need a quarterback yeah it, taylor heineke is not it yeah exactly like you, he's okay He'll fill a gap for a little bit, but... He can play so for a while, but... If they figure out, say they get a guy like Anthony Richardson, or like Will Levis, or... And, I don't know yeah, if the enemy can be there. develop one of those guys, he'll definitely get a head coaching look. Yeah, and that would be that would be great for his resume. Um, next one, Matt Nagy uh, goes to Chiefs OC in replacement to the enemy. Well, the, it's a seamless switch, because I, he was there beforehand. Yeah, I think... Nagy goes from this role in either one to two years to head another head coaching job. Probably, I think so. Probably, I think um, they look at the Bears one as he first time he didn't know what he was doing. But also, you know, I think that's what they chalk. Think about, about what you just said, Matt Nagy. He's he was there beforehand, mm-hmm. turns it into head coaching job. The enemy's there for three to four years, and then he has to make a lateral move to yeah. OC. But Nagy will probably, He'll probably leverage get it right away. into yeah. another head coaching job. No, so a hundred percent. That's that's exactly what we were just. It's a little ridiculous. Just makes the point yeah. that we were saying. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but with that being said, Nagy is a very good OC. Um, he's good at his job, and I think it'll be a seamless fit. Okay. Um, last one. Not sure if you're too familiar, but Brian Johnson, who's the Eagles quarterback coach, uh, highly touted, got moved up to Eagles OC role. He's a guy that I think, minus a setback year for Hertz, uh, I think he's going to be getting head coach looks yeah. this year or the year after too. Yeah, young and- guy, um, similar to the OC of the Lions, very mm-hmm. uh, prominent, yep. very you know highly touted around the league and. Keep an eye out on him for next year. Yeah, so, yeah, even, and even uh, it's a, I think it's a good fit. Again, very similar to the Chiefs, where you just bring in the quarterback coach, you promote him. Um, Sirianni doing a really good it's job at, at grooming these guys. Because um, I think that's one thing that people forget: the head coach isn't just developing players; he's developing coaches as well. So for sometimes the head coach is developing coaches more so than he's even mm-hmm. developing the players, mm-hmm. and the coaches. Just you know, right. cycles out like that. So, so I uh, again, I'm sure that Jalen has a very good relationship with him if he's getting promoted to OC and given the career year that he had. So mm-hmm. I agree with you. It's it's a really good fit there. Perfect. And the last thing we're gonna touch on in the NFL is Daniel Jones. Reportedly, two hours ago, CBS Sports, Daniel Jones, Giants quarterback, quarterback, actually wants more than $45 million per okay, year. Yeah, in contract no, that's a joke. Now, what was I saying? What was I saying middle of the year? Middle of the year. I was 
preaching. Daniel Jones is going to want a lot of money. I don't think he's going to do what you think yeah. he's going to do if you give him $45 million. Now he wants, what, 50 I, I said not it a good quarterback. I said it before in the during the – during the pod, middle of the year, I said I, the most I would pay Daniel Jones is $25 million a year in a contract extension. I would move that to 30 I, A couple weeks after, I moved it to 30 30 is the most I'd give Daniel Jones. I, the most I the would give him is $28 wants, million. The fact that he wants more than 40, like 45 was outrageous. The fact that he wants more than 45 is a joke. Cut ties. This guy is not – he's not bringing you to the promised land. I, no. he, he was – he has to realize, and I don't know why, how he doesn't, but he has to realize, Daniel Jones does, that he's never going to do what he's doing now in a system ever again because Brian Dable is the perfect head coach for him, built a guy who's physically the same as Josh Allen, mm-hmm. physically built the same, can run similarly he's to Josh He's just a bad Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah, and he turned him into the best he's been of his career, mm-hmm. and now you're going to leave or demand this much money, it's outrageous to me. Yeah. If I'm the Giants, I'm cutting ties. I know it sets you back a little bit. I'm cutting ties with Daniel Jones. No, if him, you give him this contract, him demanding, done. Him demanding that amount of money would piss me off to the point where I wouldn't even negotiate with him afterwards. And the worst part about it is, say you do, say he comes back down, you give him $45 million, he agrees for $45 million contract, then Saquon's going to be like, all right, let's be real here. We all know I'm the yeah. real reason. I want exactly what I'm asking yeah. for. Maybe I go up. Now yeah. you're split what? You're paying 60, 70 million between yeah. two players that's now? Not, that's not um it's not how you win games Especially, in the NFL. Yeah. It's it's not it's not how you build consistent winners in the NFL. So they definitely have to cut ties with with Daniel Jones. And the thing that sucks is I'm not a huge fan of this QB class coming in. So I don't really see where they go. At least for this season, if they cut ties with him, I, I don't, I don't see the fix. Yeah, I mean, this car at this point, I at this point, I hate the idea of this, but it just seems like it might work. Jimmy G for a year until they have an idea of what they're yeah. gonna do. Like, yeah, I mean, I could see that they're too good of a, they're too, they did too good last year to completely to just let yourself nothing. suck. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's a good fit, but again. The thing that's really annoying about what Rodgers is doing is you're not just delaying the Packers' decisions, you're delaying the Jets' decisions, which Mm -hmm. in turn delays the Panthers in New Orleans because they're interested in Carr. And then maybe another side effect of that is the Giants. They can't keep Jones. Uh, And then maybe they have to go for a Garoppolo. So Rodgers is kind of... Rodgers is holding the whole league captive right now. Mm-hmm. He is. He's being an absolute piece of shit, and I hate that guy. And I would expect a decision within the week, um, if I had to guess. So we'll we'll keep you guys updated. Well, I, I have to take my time out of the darkness. I heard he, to he went back into do. the darkness. He didn't have no. He didn't. No. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, he did. He goes out, comes back in. Oh my god, he's uh, the worst. guy needs to make a decision. Now, to the NBA, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant. First game on the Suns. I mean, you were baffled by it. What do you? What are your thoughts on on that Shit. relationship there? He's sick. He is so sick. Like I don't. What do you get? Like twenty three, six, two, and three, or something stupid. Uh, and then he only put right up fifteen shots. Yeah, <laughs> he only played like twenty five minutes. Something, something yeah. stupid. <laughs> he just drops twenty three. Yeah. What do you do? Twenty seven minutes. Twenty three points. Twenty three points. Ten for fifteen, two field goals. Three pointer. Okay. Six rebounds. Six rebounds. Six yeah, I mean, he, oh my yeah, he had a, he had a day. Probably didn't. What, he played twenty something minutes. Uh, 
Good for him. Uh, you think? Do you think the Suns now? Because I know you had questions if they were gonna gel together. Do you mm-hmm. think the Suns? I'm still taking we'll, the Nuggets to come out of the West yeah. over okay. the Suns. Um, I think that the Nuggets are – I think the NBA has finally gone back to – it's about the teams. It's not necessarily about all the stars. I understand that the Warriors have stars, but they're a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Celtics have stars, but they're a team. The Bucks have Which a star, how I like but they're the a NBA. team. The Nuggets have a star, but they're a team. You prefer that? I, I prefer, prefer that, that 100%. Yeah, um, definitely. Even like, like the Cavs when they had LeBron, Kyrie, and – and K-Love, like, they were a team. They were a team. But it's a little different now. Like, the, like the perfect example of not a team was KD, Kyrie, and James Harden. Yeah, like, that, that was a that joke. Was that was a joke. Definition of not a team. You know? And then, you know, I, I'm still going to... I know that the Suns looked really good, but I'm still going to go with the Nuggets. Okay, I love it. Um, Cause I, I, I would still say that... Jokic is the best player in that series. I yeah, I mean, even ahead of KD, I can't say enough about even him. ahead of KD. I can't say enough about him. He is just so so good. And everyone who's freaking out saying, well, "How is day that how is Jokic KD not better than Jokic?" Well, Jokic is about to win his third straight MVP, and KD has won. So yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe he is better. Maybe we'll, you have to wake up and and realize that he is a better player. We'll uh, we'll build into this convo over the next couple weeks, maybe months, um, as the NBA heats up, but. I'm ready to make some crazy takes on Jokic and where I think he's going to land yeah. all time. Yeah. Um, I, I think we'll, we'll he's on pace to be like a top 15 player of all time. Right? I would even go closer. Like I, I'm so fired up about him. Three uh, straight MVPs is crazy. I think he can crack the top seven. Or Ooh. crack seven, I mean. He's not better than Tim Duncan. That's well. That's what that's what I'm saying. Oh, we're gonna get into this. We're gonna get into this in depth because we're we're running out of time here. The last thing I do want to touch. Oh, last thing for NBA. Kyrie to the Mavs. They haven't really been great. They were great last night. They were great last night. They besides that, it hasn't been. Yeah, I believe they're two and sailing. two and four right now. Something like um, that. Yeah. And before but last, but they both night, have been averaging. You know, I don't know. Well, last night they combined for eighty two. So they so. they've been playing great. It's just whether or not the team is. Yeah. Is Porzingis th- still? Hurt or is he help? Is he healthy? Uh, Porzingis isn't on the team. He's on the Mavs anymore. No, he's on the Wizards. Oh, is he on the Wizards? Yeah, God. they have Christian Wood though. Christian Wood. The Mavs have Christian Wood. Good. That must be who you're thinking. Um, but uh, no, I think the Mavs will figure it out. Um, I think they're gonna be good, but I see them as the third best team in the West, behind Denver. Um, behind Denver and Phoenix. Yeah. But I think the Mavs, they could make some noise in the playoffs, especially if Kyrie's hitting clutch buckets like he usually does. And Donch, I mean, you know. Well, Luke is the man. Luke is Mr. Clutch. Yeah. Uh, And then lastly, to the NHL. I know you want to touch on this. Patrick Kane to the Rangers. Yeah. Absolute, you know. Well, this is on top of, um, I'm forgetting his first name, Tarasenko. Yes, Vladimir Tarasenko got traded there, I Um, believe it was last week. So they went in and they did the haul. We'll touch on the Bruins in a second as well Mm -hmm. because they also made a couple moves. But Mm -hmm. Patrick Kane to the Rangers, now you want to talk about it. Yeah, just an insane deal. The greatest American hockey player of all time is now playing in MSG. Showtime on Broadway. Everyone's saying it. Everyone's loving it. Um, It's it's pretty wild. It's pretty surreal that he's actually a Ranger. Uh, First game last night didn't go the way he wanted it to, but, I mean – Listen, that's why you have 20 more games to figure it out and get the proper chemistry going. He's back with his uh, old teammate, um, Artemi Panarin, 
who he played with when he won the MVP. It's disgusting. So, I mean, it's kind of set up for success. However, the Rangers will not win the Cup this year. They will not win this year. They'll find a way to keep Kane, and they'll have about a four-year window for the next four years to win the Cup, and I think they'll win one in that span. But they are not doing it this year. It's not happening. Um, I think adding Kane is obviously a huge improvement. But that's a lot of moving pieces that you're adding in. And it's a lot to deal with, especially in a sport like hockey. It's not as easy as people think. They brought think. in a ton. It's, yeah. not, it's not as seamless as in basketball where you just add a star in mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're going to go on a deep run. You still, There's still a lot of variables at play that you have to deal with, Forward. especially in a game like hockey. And I feel like because it's such a fast-moving sport, mm-hmm. it's tougher to kind of get in sync with your teammates, which is something that, one thing we'll that helps. One thing that helps is that he's back with Panarin. Yeah. But at the same time, they haven't played together in almost a decade. So Panarin's a different player than he was then. Kane's a different player than he was then. So mm-hmm. we'll see if it works out. Now, for the Bruins, I know you're a Bruins fan. Yep. Uh, where do you stand on the moves that they made to improve? And They're the best team in the league. Resigning Pasta, right? Yeah, yeah. Pasta eight-year extension, which was huge. Um, they're the best team in the league. They've been the best team in the league wire to wire. Um, they just broke the record for fastest team to 100 points. Uh, I believe it was 61 games, so that's just insane. 61. And then yesterday, so two weeks ago, they get Dmitry Orlov, which obviously is a huge trade because it adds to their uh, stack decor with McAvoy and Lindholm and and Forbert and Clifton and, and even Greslick, who kind of sucks. But And then they have Carlo, too. Don't forget um, the goalie that scores goals now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Linus Olmark and Jeremy Swayman are the best goalie tandem in the league. Uh, you have the best offensive forward in the I, league with Patrice I believe that Bergeron. was the first goal in Bruins goalie history. Yeah, first yeah. first Bruins goalie to ever uh, score. Electric. So, I mean, the Bees are on fire. Uh, they Yesterday, they find out that Taylor Hall and Nick Foligno are going to be hurt, so they put them on the LTIR, long-term injury reserve. You can hide their cap until the playoffs come around where the cap increases. They trade for Tyler Bertuzzi. <laughs> so now you have like just a completely stacked forward group as well. I just, if I know the Bruins the way I do, which I do, they will blow it. But it's been, it's been, uh, they're making it as hard for you to say that they're, they're going to blow it. And it. they're, they're making it as hard as it's going to be to watch them blow it come the playoffs. So I know they'll break my heart, but I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts. Okay, let's play a game. Can they win? Can they legitimately win the cup? Okay. Like, don't give me no, oh, they're doing good, so yeah, they can win the cup. I want to know from you, the expert, are they winning the cup? Can they win the cup? Okay. Start with the Rangers. No. No? They, uh, okay. If that, was a, that was a hot one to come out with. If it if it's can they, yes, they can win the cup. They can. They can. There's a there's mm-hmm. I would say there's about like legitimately seven teams that could win the cup. Would think, I pick them? Think Super Bowl or like Super Bowl bubble when we did that. Okay. Think like, all right. All right. Uh, then yes. Yeah. Yes. Bruins. One hundred percent. Okay. I wasn't expecting a no. From <laughs> uh, the Canes. Yes. One hundred percent. Avs. Yes. Maple Leafs. Yes. Lightning. No. Devils. No. Oh, my Jersey brothers aren't gonna like that one. <laughs> uh, the Stars. Only because the West is so bad. Now the Golden Knights? No. Mark Stone's hurt. They're, they're not going to get through without him. Kings? No. No. The Wild? No. Oilers can't either. The Oilers will not win the Cup, even with McDavid. 
No oils. No oilers, oilers either. Kraken? No. God, no. Right. And I think that's <laughs> it. We narrowed down our list. So. All right. So I got well, the legit contenders to me. Most of them are in the west or the east because the east is so stacked. It's the I bees, mean, the rangers, the hurricanes, the leafs. Avs. Uh, the avs are in there. And then did you do lightning or no? No lightning, but and then you did I'll give the stars a chance. So six. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna do this um, another time as well, and we're gonna we're gonna see if it's narrowed down. We're gonna do this yeah. in an episode or two. Yeah, I'll also I might do a little deep dive video on the trade deadline. Perfect, because it ends uh, in an hour actually. So oh. I'll do a little bit of a deep dive. Oh, on I th- I'm pretty sure I did see the Penguins make a move. Yeah, yeah, I saw them make a move. A pretty good, pretty good. Th- I just yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's their year. Yeah, if only their owners cared about their baseball team. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> next time. We see you guys full baseball pod. We're talking everything. We're breaking down divisions. We're giving predictions. We're giving uh, award predictions. Tune in. That one's going to be insane. Um, and that's all for this one. See you. See you.